0: Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Um, we've invited Dove Lipman back on last week. Uh, he gave us a really good perspective about what was going on. Reg- <laughs> not only a good perspective, but a good uh, review of the um, ever-changing situation in terms of travel to Israel from the United States. We'll ask him for an update on that. And he also has a big announcement about a brand-new organization that he is now leading And we'll explain all of that coming up right here at JM in the AM. Uh, Dove Lipman, former member of Knesset in Israel, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Malcolm. Great to be with you. All right. First, the update, if there's any. Can you tell us anything six days later about what Americans will have to have or do and when they'll have to have or do whatever that might be in order to travel to the state of Israel?
1: still nothing concrete. I did have a conversation with an official in the Health Ministry today who did seem to cement the idea that a a serious change will take place on July 1st or around July 1st. We're trying to uh, narrow that down Um, in terms of anyone vaccinated being allowed to come into Israel. He also seemed to indicate that there could possibly be a relaxing of some of the testing once people do come to Israel, which is one of the things that really, really trying to be on top of, because we're anticipating hundreds of people coming in a day, and then if they do have to take the serological testing, that's going to cause a major flooding in the health ministry in terms of people wanting to get out of their quarantine. So we're still waiting, and I promise you, I will send you a message as soon as we have something final. We're hoping to have some meetings next week where we really get some finality to it.
0: All right, so it's possible, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, but it is possible That if someone does travel to Israel, all that will be required before getting to Ben-Gurion Airport is proof of vaccination and or some type of test, right? It's possible we're heading in that direction. And then once one gets to Ben-Gurion Airport, it sounds like you're trying to influence people to make that procedure as simple as possible.
1: Correct, and I don't want to tell anyone in the health ministry that they shouldn't test people That's their decision to make. What we're asking for is that whatever process they require, that it should be smooth and there be enough manpower and the technology is there so that it's very straightforward. I understand their desire to clarify if people are truly uh, uh, vaccinated and there might be some fraud out there, but whatever the process is, it should be smooth and simple and and relatively uh, not time-consuming so people can get on with their trip in Israel.
0: Um, okay. Dove Lippman is with us from Israel. All right. So if somebody, I mean, and I'll end with this, I'll end this portion of the conversation with this. If someone wants to spend the 4th of July weekend in Israel, it's not the craziest thing to make a reservation. Me- meaning that it sounds like uh, it's a, it's a, again, you can't say a hundred percent, but it might be more than 50% that they'll be able to, within reason, uh, get to the state of Israel.
1: Yes, but they also have to keep in mind that if they have children who are not vaccinated above the age of six and above, right. that also could be an issue because uh, I, don't, I don't see them opening the door uh, to that at this point. We'll have to see. Uh, that's number one. Number two, people should also know if they are trying to get into Israel before that, the consuls are really, really backed up, and the Misra Panim is really, really backed up. And it's very, very difficult for us. You know, People turn to us, and we'll talk about the organization in a moment. Right. It's, it, it, we try to help, but at, at this point, you know, with the two weeks to go to July, first. It's a little bit
0: tough. Here's how you describe the organization. It's called Yad La Olim, Helping Olim Thrive, and it reads as follows. This is from the uh, the, the um, homepage on the website. We are a dedicated team of Olim who understand what it's like coming to Israel and are here to help you navigate Israeli bureaucracy, government ministries, and assist you with all your needs in Israel, whether it's related to corona, corona travel, ole rights, uh, health care, education, taxes, or any other issue. Yad Olim and their team is here to help. Why was it necessary to start Yadla Olim?
1: It really came from uh, this past year where there was an, uh, being, my being inundated and a few other people who have been helping me with requests uh, related to specifically, it started with Corona travel. I've been fielding requests from people since my time in the Knesset to help. And I do want to clarify uh, very, very clearly to people. Uh, Nefesh B'Nefesh is the you know, preeminent outsourced arm for government, for Aliyah, from North America. They're the ones who will help anybody with all of their Aliyah needs, and we've just seen a huge volume, and certainly questions regarding COVID, uh, that lends say you know, more people uh, needing help, and uh, we're in constant contact and synergy with Nefesh B'Nefesh, but there's just a need uh, for many people who need that hand-holding, and uh, we're here to provide that service, first of all, and then there's a the second element, which is also lobbying the government uh, for uh, support for, for policies related to Olim. Uh, we actually have a feature on the website called Write Your Law, and people have actually been sending us brilliant ideas uh, for things that can help Olim, uh, things that can really make the Aliyah process, once people are here, the acclamation to Israel, much smoother. And our intent is to not only help people who turn to us by going to Yadolim.org and asking for help in a variety of reasons, including corona travel, but also to then be an arm to lobby the government to really work and work with other uh, existing organizations uh, to make sure that real policies are changed.
0: You know, it's funny. I know why the consumer, and and I am a consumer, I understand why they would feel that the first part of what you said is the most important part. I get it because people need help when it comes to any of the departments that we just mentioned in the opening. And thank God you and your team are there to help people. But the second part, I mean, first of all, I'm sure people never even thought of it. Uh, but I can't imagine that it was ever addressed or ever really taken very seriously, and that is, if I have this correct, that that Anglo-Jews, you know, uh, Israelis, Anglo-Israelis, uh, need to be represented in the Knesset, not necessarily with a proper person to represent them. But with proper uh, laws and regulations, they may bring to the table, as you just described, you know, something that the Knesset will be more than happy to pass, or that'll easily get through, uh, that no one's ever thought of before. That will simply make life for a limb in Israel easier, or you know, in a, in a more sensible manner, uh, will bring to the attention of Israeli officials things that they may not have considered uh, that Americans or other Anglo's are thinking of.
1: Absolutely, and we have, I mean, a list that's already been put together, already made communication with uh, the health minister, with the uh, Aliyah minister, who I'm close friends with, and uh, certainly we want to work together. And things that were really, by the way, even opened the door to Aliyah for some people. I mean, an example is continuity of care in, in the medical field, where, you know, someone who, uh, you know, being able to transfer over your doctors beforehand, being able to have, you know, say a child person has a child that, with autism, to make sure that, you know, all the paperwork is done beforehand, right. transferred over smoothly, and they begin, they hit the ground running in Israel with the care that they need so that people don't have to go through a few months uh, without it and that actually prevents people from making Aliyah to begin with and certainly if they do make Aliyah it makes it more difficult. And that's just one example where there are things that can be shifted. And it's something simple like all documentation having English or having ministry, right. uh, making sure that people who actually speak English as their native language there for people to reach out to. So Our, our goal in Yad Lim is really to uh, be able to make that difference on this side of the ocean in Israel when people uh, get here and play our role in in the effort to smooth the Aliyah process. We are in the middle of our launch campaign right now. It's yadlalim.org slash donation. Uh, anyone who wants to be part of it and, and help us uh, succeed in this mission, certainly welcome to go to that site, yadlim.org slash donation and help us out.
0: You know, one of the things I think uh, would really go under your umbrella would be licensing. There, there are people in different professions that require special licenses in Israel or or any country, frankly, Uh, and I think that often they complain about how tedious that process is, I think you could be very helpful for that.
1: That, that's for sure, and also a, a recognition of degrees is right. an issue. There are people right. who have degrees and the process to go through here, I have a, a list of people who they have a master's degree, but because of the lack of recognition, they're viewed as only having a bachelor's degree. And right. there's a lot of things where if we sit down together and we're really advocates, them. like you said, it's not a, a political party, it's, it's just an effort of all the old them coming together and saying this and we want to be that representation to say these are things that have to change and it's such a simple change that can be made if we just have that dialogue and we have the ability to sit together with them and get those policies in place.
0: And by the way, I think historically there are plenty of precedents, right? There are those who at the right time represented Yemenite Jews in the Knesset and, uh, and, and the Russian Jews in the Knesset. Once, once Aliyah got to a certain point, people realized that community, communities you know had special needs that had to be addressed.
1: Absolutely, and uh, we, we, you know, people have, uh, every time there's an election here in Israel, people talk about, oh, we have to have a, an Anglo political party, and I actually say it's a mistake. We're all over the political map. Right. Uh, everyone should vote you know, based on their issues. Uh, but yes, there are clearly uh, policies that unite all of us together, and, and coming together as a force, as an organization or a few organizations working together uh, to get those policies changed, uh, that can make a really, really big difference in people's lives and their acclamations uh, to Aliyah. I think it'll enable uh, uh, people who make Aliyah and and don't stay here to to stay here, and it'll actually uh, inspire even more people to make Aliyah because they'll hear how people are succeeding and flourishing once they've made Aliyah.
0: The goal is to help Olim thrive. The website, yadlolim.org slash donation. Y-A-D-L-O-L-I-M dot org slash donation. Again, yadlolim.org slash donation. L O L I M dot org slash donation. If you want to help Dove Lippman and his team uh, continue to get this organization off the ground and uh, helping more and more people. Final question, of course uh, Dove Lippman uh, is Yamina and Yeshatid still getting along?
1: So far, they are. I, I think we have to give them a little bit of grace, but they are uh, getting along. Uh, they, they have an agenda. You see the prime minister, Bennett, working. And you know what's interesting is that people are seeing that there could be someone else in the position of prime minister, and the sky is not falling, and we get up every day. And, and Netanyahu is there. He's the head of the opposition. His role is to try to topple the government. That's the way the Israeli system works. And, and we'll see how it plays out. But so far, uh, you know, all the ministers are getting into their positions. They're learning the ropes. They're understanding what's going on. They're setting out their agendas. And time will tell uh, if they're able to hold it together or not.
0: I hope I see you in Israel in July. And thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. look forward to seeing you here.
0: Dove Lipman, everybody. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM.